was standing from the Dollar Tree and basically Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. All right, we are live for a Sunday edition of the People's Talk Show, and I wanted to check in and share my two cents on events that seem to be uh, unfolding at this moment, and I uh, kind of have mixed thoughts about uh, how things are playing out, but wanted to check in with the community and find out uh, what you guys think about it and try to make some sense of this noise out here, as well as touch on what other subject matters might be on your mind. Lots of things going on as always. So it's always good to be able to connect with like-minded people and try to navigate through these choppy waters that we're currently in the midst of. But hope everyone is doing well. Happy Sunday. Typically, typically don't do a Sunday live stream, but I just felt compelled to connect and uh, share my thoughts as I'm watching all of these Twitter videos unfold. It was, appears to be in real time. And so it leads me to wonder, you know, the uh, sudden, sudden just uh, uh, outburst of media that's flooding the Western airways and how Western media seems to be so excited to make sure that we on this side of the globe uh, actually see it. And it's being talked about on every mainstream media. And that's why I'm like, uh, is this smells like some type of U.S. led or U.S. inspired psyop? Or could the people in China just be tired of a whole communist regime basically just locking them down and all things in between? So, uh, We'll see. I think it's a little bit of all of both, but where will it take us? No telling, but yet it all depends on uh, the current uh, outlook for the markets this upcoming week on top of you know, Jerome Powell's uh, speech coming up and everything like that. So we got a lot of things to touch on. So looking forward to doing that. And before I move forward, uh, definitely, if you have not, click that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Make sure you guys hit that uh, bell notification so that you are notified when we do go live. Hopefully the algos are still doing their job, but no guarantees. And I want to make sure you guys stay connected. I encourage you click the link in the description and connect with RTD on all these socials so you can stay plugged in just in case. And so uh, let's just dive in, man. So uh, I want to just touch on, I got about four or five articles here, just things that I came across last hour or two. Uh, and of course, most of the stuff I share in the Telegram and on Twitter. So make sure you guys stay plugged in there to stay up to date in real time. And so we got all types of stuff in this past week. We got Ghana, we got Russia coming out today talking about a payment system from three days ago, rather. And it's just so much stuff out here. It's hard to keep track of it all. That's why I have kind of dialed back on the video stream, just because at this current moment, it's just filtering through news as it uh, as it's get presented to us, which basically means it's old news. So Anyway, I uh, hope everyone's doing well. Let me check in and acknowledge a couple people. Then I'll get into some headlines, open the phone lines. Won't be long. Just wanted to get my uh, get you guys connected and see what's going on. We got Ed checking in. Uh, we got Jilly Bean from Houston. Appreciate you, man. We got Neil. Neil, we got Jane. Uh, we have a fair amount of people. Kenneth checking in as well. We got Rick in the Fed. <laughs> uh, yeah, unless it implodes on itself. Good luck with uh, Barker checking in, Tony B, Rich Mountains tapping the productions. Uh, is stuff hitting the fan? Uh, man, I personally, I wouldn't hold my breath thinking that it is just because there's one event after the next, and for some reason, it always seems to be a primary distraction that's thrown our way right when it's needed most. 
And so these these events that I consider to be distractions and diversion tactics, they come up every week, every month. And it's just nonstop from some part of this globe. We're being bombarded with some type of bad news. And so at the end of the day, it usually fades out somehow onto the next story. So that's kind of why I'm like, eh, I'm not quite sure about this Chinese situation. You know, my hopes is that it is a genuine movement. People are tired of being suppressed and being basically enslaved by communism. And they're, and I would never want to encourage an outright revolution in that country, but definitely, definitely those people have to act now. And if they are acting genuinely in this uprest, really takes uh, takes it to a whole nother level, then I'm sure I welcome it. I welcome it just because I prefer freedom over slavery any day. And those people over there, definitely they've been getting a bad stick for quite some time now on top of everywhere else in the world. So, but anyway, uh, that's just a little bit of my thought. Okay. So let me, uh, we got zoom checking in as well. All right. Appreciate everybody for hanging out with me, man. Um, also, Mike needs to go chain like broker. I, I actually, as a recommendation from you a while, a long time ago, I do, I went, I got a gold chain. It just don't wear it. Cause gold, jewelry's not my style. So won't be putting it on, but I do have one. <laughs> All right. So let me just thump through some headlines, man, real quick. Open the phone lines. I'm curious to get your thoughts on what's going on. And uh, as I said before, if you, as you guys come in, hit that thumbs up button, hopefully more people are notified. And so, um, so here's the trigger. So what's what's the uh, what's the trigger? What's the trigger of this alleged uh, onslaught of unrest just flooding the Western air, air media? So we got several things of which one is a catalyst. Who knows? But it could be it can be a, just a compiled effort of all this stuff hitting the fan at the same time. So we have apparently an apartment building that caught on fire because people are on lockdown. They were barricaded in. Lives were lost. And so that stuff makes its way around the country. People see that, hey, this stuff is doing more than just damaging us mentally, physically, everything else. People are dying because of this oppressive, you know, policy, the zero COVID policy, which is ultimately look appear like it's backfiring. So that's one area. Second one is a sudden uptick in cases, more so now than apparently during the peak of this whole health pandemic that we're experiencing. So people could be realizing they've been lied to. The third one could be, uh, we have the uh, was it the the World Cup, World Games, whatever they are called, and people realize that they're being lied to because the media there has basically sheltered them or cut them off from the rest of the world. So I'm watching clips uh, of people sharing what the Western media shows in comparison to what showed in China, and they blur out the audience, they blur out you know people on the field so they don't show any signs of freedom and people laugh and having fun on the TV. And so I'd assume you got to really catch on that you're, they're trying to keep uh, outside Western media uh, from coming inside. And so people, of course, have VPN so people can see and stuff travels. It doesn't help when you actually everybody in China has a cell phone and there's ways to work around, you know, basically being lied to where you can go through alternative means to get real information. So that doesn't help. So you factor in those three or four things on top of whatever else has slipped my mind at the moment, you could that could definitely cause a hell of a hmm, outbreak or out outlashing of uh, events, to say the least, on top of whatever else you guys think. So feel free to throw out some other possible scenarios that might have just slipped my mind. I don't know. Let me know. And so just real quick here, let me just thumb through these uh, articles here, just some things that I caught. But uh, I came across this relatively later. And so didn't I wasn't aware of this until I actually just, you know, glanced around a little bit and saw this, but it says here, COVID lockdown horror leads to massive uprisings and protests in China. So apparently on November 23rd, a fire broke out in some Yuan district 
an apartment complex because of Chinese lockdown. It it is claimed to the doors were uh, building were blocked were locked from the outside. People could not escape. And so I have seen video footage of you know men in hazmat suits outside welding doors shut from the outside as people look on from up top in the apartment buildings recording it and sharing it with the world. And so I wouldn't doubt that being the case. And so it looks like because fire trucks were not permitted to get close enough to the building, the people locked inside could not escape. So apparently lives were lost uh, to, to what the true numbers are. Nobody knows. But just sad story here that this building caught on fire. And if you are literally being barricaded in, eh, that's enough to piss a lot, a lot of people off. So that could be one scenario. Who knows? And then here is when I was just on Twitter and all of a sudden, well, I won't say all of a sudden, but. It just strikes me as something to just be semi-skeptical of. And so now that Elon Musk is the man of Twitter, and of course, everybody on Twitter is extremely happy that there appears to be some form of truth being allowed at this time. And there seems to be no pushback from the deep state establishment operatives. So, you know, I question it, but well, sure, we're wrong with it. But when you type in China or protest right now on Twitter, it's just everywhere. I, it was all in my feed. And that's why I was like, let me go ahead and talk about this just because, I mean, how can I not touch on this? Because this, I think, will have major implications uh, if it's a genuine movement taking place that spreads throughout that region. It's going to definitely impact the financial market. So everything at this current moment is interconnected in a sense because it's all a part of uh, the reset in a sense. So when you type in China, it just it's just you just bombarded with this. So you got people all around the world commenting on it. And of course, you see video footage of people on the streets just doing their thing. So this was uh, as of 35 minutes ago. And so this could be old footage, new footage. You, you never know, but it's footage. And you see people out there basically not too happy. And it's one of the things that reminds me of that movie. What is it? The Bug's Life. I think that if I'm not mistaken, The Bug's Life, where you have the ants and the grasshoppers. I think that's I think that's the movie where the grasshoppers basically control the ants. But then when the ants realize that they outnumber the grasshoppers and they realize there is nothing to be afraid of, they if all you got to do is stand up and just you know realize who you are and how powerful you can be. You can overdo any type of situation. And that goes the same thing with here in the U.S. You know, once we, you know, quote unquote, the ants realize that, hey, why are we so <laughs> um, uh uh, so destined to give in to the grasshoppers, which are the minority. And, you know, hey, so that's another positive that could come from this, hopefully. But who knows? It's still early. I say, you know, my guess would be wait until later in this week. And if the media completely shuts it down and we don't hear about it no more, then it was a part of just a temporary distraction to get us through until the next event. But if it remains, it's going to show up in the financial markets. Therefore, the Shanghai uh, exchanges and all the stuff like that, they're going to probably have a lot of withdrawals or things like that. And then, of course, the CCP going to shut the markets down. And, of course, it's going to just have a ripple effect right on through. And that's how we know that, you know, it could be some type of real event. But anyway, as, as I, you know, just throw through, throw through here, man, video footage, comments. And so these videos here last couple of hours. So all these things appear to be relatively new. And, of course, the Western media is running with it. I have, I, it just feels like the Western media is so excited that this is happening right now because it goes in conjunction with what the U.S. and the European forces would like to see, the destabilization of nations that confront the West, uh, whether it be you know Russia, 
Iran, all the nations that are part of the BRICS right now. I'm sure the West would love to see them having some internal conflicts, but it uh, doesn't surprise me one bit to say the least. Okay, so a couple more headlines here. Then I'll start ranting and open up the headline, open the phones here because I'm curious to get from your thoughts from you. And so here is another little, uh, this is a, a young lady I just followed, Jennifer Zhang, and she's translating a lot of the uh, messages coming out of China. But here is that video uh, about the uh, building and how doors, people are being boarded in, things from locked from the outside. And so when I see this stuff, you know, it could be fake. But then again, I, why would I think this stuff is fake, given the fact that I know that there is a zero policy over there and people are literally being shut in and we're two years into this. And so it goes to show a greater agenda was happening out east and how uh, the Communist Party definitely wants to orchestrate more of their already uh, digital enslavement state over there. So I, I, I tend to believe stuff like that. And so what's interesting is how as a result of all this, of course, the mainstream Western media is highlighting these things. It says crowd anger by lockdown calls for Chinese Xi to step down. And so I did see a video too translated. Once you take of it, what you may I don't speak Mandarin, but uh, people were chanting university university students in the university district were chanting, you know, Xi step down or resign or something like that. And so, but the West run with it. And here, here's that little scenery here. And this is not too common to see an up, uh, uh, uprest such as this that has spread through very different, several different provinces throughout China. And so some people are comparing this, you know, to being the next biggest and greatest thing since the Tiananmen Square situation back in, I was at 88, I think it was. So, but we'll see. And then we have Chinese protesters demand Xi Jinping resign after 10 die in fire due to draconian COVID lockdown. So, Anyway, oh, another one here. So China COVID arrest boils over citizens defy lockdown efforts. And I think this is going to be the biggest one here. This is how we're going to find out how sincere and how genuine this movement is. Well, the unrest in China spooked the markets. And so within the next couple of hours, the markets will open and we will get a chance to see uh, exactly what Shanghai, the CZE component, China 4, A50, DJ Shangxing, Shanghai, and all that other stuff. So Depending on how those markets open, we'll be able to tell uh, what type of lasting effects this might have or not. But who am I? So anyway, before I move forward, I'm going to open up the phone line. Before I do that, let me make sure I acknowledge uh, my partners in Bullion Max. Make sure you guys are getting your weight up on top of other things because we're entering into that real turning point where 2023 is going to be a very interesting time period, to say the least. And of course... The uh, food situation is not going to get any better. <laughs> so make sure you guys uh, stack up on your preps or whatnot. But before I do that, let me move on. We'll, real quick minute here. And then if you got questions, thoughts, ideas, or subjects you want to touch on, get ready to hit me up and we can talk further. So stick around one second. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and a currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. 
Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots Survival Food Kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25-year super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. All right, my good people. Hope everyone's doing well. Let's talk. Uh, so we got about 144 on here or so. If you haven't hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algorithms help. I keep saying that just because, you know, as I've noticed over the last several months, you know, the numbers have gone down tremendously, but yet people still want to be connected. And so I'm getting emails as well and saying, hey, Mike, you know, I'm getting disconnected. He's unsubscribing for me. I'm like, well, you know, it's just not going to do about it. So. But anyway, uh, let's talk. Let's get these phone lines open here. We have a call. I'm curious to hear. Let's try to get the, as many calls as possible. So feel free to share some quick thoughts or thoughts, ideas, and we'll move on. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hey, Mike. This is Tom uh, from Jersey. Hey. Tom. What's going so, on, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it's excellent, man. Couldn't couldn't get no better, man. How was yours? Very, very good. Ate a little too much, but... Uh, <laughs> Can't, can't call me for that. But yeah. so I wanted to call in because this is actually something I'm researching for my next video. Okay. And um, a couple guys that I, I, I've been following for a long time and I'm in casual contact with via email. Uh, they, they called themselves the China Show. Before that, they were ADV China. Mm -hmm. It's Serpent ZA and Lao Pai 86 uh, guys. Okay. They lived in China for a very long time mm -hmm. and they broke that they've been breaking this story. Yeah. And I understand what you're saying. Like, um, you, you always got to look for a U.S. Um, U.S. fingerprints on mm -hmm. these seemingly unusual protests, right. especially at times like these. But the thing is that this actually started back before the CCP's uh, 30th Party Congress or 20th Party Congress, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. This guy got on an overpass. He, he had this big banner. They called him Banner Man. Mm -hmm. He basically said, we don't want revolution. We just want freedom. And we want Xi Jinping to be recognized as a dictator and, and step down. Mm -hmm. So it was, and he lit some tires on fire. And he had a, had a, uh, like a megaphone with this pre-recorded message. And they sent the police in and they stepped down on hard. You fast forward, then you have the the Foxconn lab, the Foxconn factory um, being locked down. They're forced to work. Mm -hmm. They're not being fed. And on top of that, you have people. Th these guys, the guys in the hazmat suits, what they're called, they call them laobai. Mm -hmm. It means big white, and they're they're police. They're not medical workers. Yeah. They're police. So what was happening was these these laobai were trying to basically force these Foxconn employees to work. Mm -hmm. and because they live in the factory. Yeah. So what basically happened was these Foxconn workers said, I'm done, and they started walking down the freeways trying to get out of there. Right. So then fast forward a little bit more, you might have read the press release. It was either by Apple or Foxconn saying, oh, we recognize the problem. We're going to offer people $1,400 USD to either stay or, or hire on. Mm -hmm. So then what happens is these new people come in, because that's a huge amount of money for this rural area. Yeah. 
they come in, so now there's discontent for wage workers, uh, like for, for wages. Yeah. So then I started hearing news articles, oh, these riots in and around Guangzhou, where the Foxconn factory is, mm-hmm. oh, it's over, it's over uh, salary. It, it's workers' rights, it's salary, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But eventually, this thing kept snowballing, and I understand what you're saying, like, if the entire Western media is covering it, there might be an ulterior motive, mm-hmm. but I've watched it transform from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think this is legitimate, man, because it's like, this isn't just a couple cities. This is big towns, small towns, northern China, southern, eastern, yeah. western China, yeah. Mongolia, everywhere. Yeah. 80, like I said, uh, the China show, if you have time, they did a great, a great coverage of this. They speak fluent Chinese. Mm-hmm. One's American, one's from South, uh, South Africa. They have friends in the area. I've, I spoke to them through email, yeah. and they said they're just getting inundated with these these small protests that go beyond just protests. There's there's conflicts with police, and you gotta imagine that in China, you you go and it's either you <laughs> you, 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 you disappear, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I get get your skepticism. Yeah. I just want to I just want to weigh right. in. With Hey, that's I real. think this this one might be real. Okay, well, hey, I take that, man. I appreciate you calling, my friend. See you this week. Yeah, yep. yeah, you too, man. Have a good night. Yep. All right, it might be real. So once again, like it's one of the things where you know it's good to cover all angles. You know, you could be right, could be wrong. I don't know, but definitely, you know, I, I did see a map highlighting a lot of areas throughout the country that were experiencing protests in unison, as if like this is definitely a not a necessarily a planned, but news travels fast amongst people that are pissed off and frustrated to where if you've lost everything for some people, especially the whole uh, Evergrande and the real estate debacle that is still unraveling right now, if you've lost enough or lost at all, or just at your wits end for being locked down periodically for the last two years. And then basically whenever you do get a breath of freedom, you got to always test wherever you go. And if you get a green, QR check, you good if you get an orange or something else, you got to go back down. And so, yeah, uh, it wouldn't take much before people are just fed up to where, hey, anybody's capable of breaking, especially um, if you are, you know, uh, I guess in in that region. And so, of course, I've seen more uh, videos as well where people have accepted and become used to just the constant testing, always sticking something up your nose wherever you go. And I guess they don't, they're not allowed to question the, uh, uh, the effectiveness of those tests or whatnot. So it's once again, like, you know, your, your, your social credit score will definitely reflect your obedience. And so it looks like people don't give a damn no more. Well, hopefully that is the case. <sighs> All right, man, what else we got here? So phone lines are open, people. I'm sure everybody has an opinion or a thought in reference to what's going on or something relevant to this that could be a, a ripple effect that, you know, occurs from this. So feel free to give me a call. And uh, let me know what you're thinking. Uh, let me see. Daryl says, uh, Hal Turner has a video from the China Show YouTube channel. So it looks like that is a, a source of information to stay on top of these events. Uh, says, uh, what do you say? It says, 1400 USD, but China's getting away from dollar. Um, hey, it's a long, slow process, TB. We all know that. Um, and especially in comparison to the exchange value of the yuan and the dollar dollar of course looks stronger still carries weight i'm sure people would accept it 
But then again, like whether or not that 1400 was actually in USD or the equivalent of USD given to them in the renminbi, which was probably what I would suspect would be the case in reference to those payouts, because more than likely it pops up in a WeChat app or whatever app they're using uh, the equivalent of in dollar terms would just be my guess. But I'm not over there. I don't know and don't have any access to speak to, speak to people directly. Um, what else we got here? Uh, does it look around? Does it look like they hate lockdown or are afraid of COVID? Uh, different videos, different different photos, different videos express different things. Man, it all depends on, I guess, what you're looking for directly. I'm sure you can make a case for that as well. But then again, there's other videos that shows the opposite. So don't know. All right, what else we got here? We got Major says, gains on, I see precious metals. Gains of precious metals should not be taxable. You tax 20% as a collectible. That is unconstitutional. Major, uh, Matt, that is uh, a great point there. And to my knowledge, uh, I'm not sure I had to actually check in on this, but I think in reference to uh, the capital gains tax, I want to say in states where, excuse me, gold and silver has been basically reclassified as a legal tender, there is some different taxation uh, rules with that. So you got the states that like Utah and I think Wyoming and all the other states, I think they treat the exchange of gold and silver in reference to the Federal Reserve fiat system a little bit different. So I don't know if taxes are you know still applied to those regions. I don't know. But once again, you know, my my thought process, the way I look at gold and silver, to me, it's always been a insurances, but also in hedges against just the the, the long term outcome of this fiat system as it's transitioning. And so we're still going to be using dollars. Dollars are not going anywhere. The Federal Reserve notes and the digital systems that are labeled as dollars through that, those mechanisms are what's changing with all the CBDC stuff and everything in between. But at the 10 years, 20 years from now, whatever we're using is still going to be referred to as a dollar, just going to have a different form. And so my point is gold and silver at that time are constitutionally legal tender still. That's not going to change. So it'll still have some type of value, uh, of whatever kind denominating whatever currency we're using and it'll be good for something now tax wise once again how much you have depending on how you got it they may or may not be able to uh you know basically keep tabs on your possession so you know depending on what type of world we're in typically when things hit the fan and things get bad most people are sheer in survival mode you're not really worried about paying you know, certain types of taxes and things like that, just because hell, the system in itself usually crumbles on itself. And I think one of the best examples happens to have been was in Venezuela, where it's illegal uh, in certain places prior to to use other currencies. But then again, now, because everybody does it anyway, they basically made that currency a part of their legal system. So i.e., the dollar. Anyway, enough rant. Let's get this call in. Let's uh, did, let me see here. Maybe I did. I missed some calls. Forgive me. Give me a call back. and Let's talk. Uh, it's all crappy and skippy. The CCP doesn't let like, uh, it says, and your stream is all crappy and skippy. Uh, like this, uh, my, oh, which I, I apologize once again, technical errors. I can only do the best I can. So no guarantees, but I attempt to bring forth quality videos all the time. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling for? Mike, Tony from Oakland. How you doing, brother? CB, doing good, man. Give me a quick thought. Um, we're here in the U.S. are being bombarded with psyops. Yeah, and uh, we we continue to fall for the okie doke, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to this Russian oil cap. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I've read and seen, the U.S. 
the only thing the U.S. can do is take the conglomerate, which is about 13 insurance companies mm -hmm. that, um, that insures these bulk shipments and across seas in order for their, their cargoes to be safe. Mm -hmm. They take these, uh, these 13 oil conglomerates that, that insures these vessels, and they tell them that you can only insure it up to $56 a, a barrel. Right. That's the only way the U.S. can manage that because the U.S. does not control the oil market. Mm -hmm. So, so everyone thinking that, that they're going to put a cap on the oil prices. No, what they'll do is they'll ha they'll force these people, and and uh, the U.K. is cutting off their throat if they're going to do that. Mm -hmm. But they force people to limit the amount of insurance on oil. Mm -hmm. Everybody in the newspaper is reading, oh, oil cap, oil cap. No, it's the insurance on oil cap, because if you aren't insured, you pretty much ain't going to sail that ship. Right. But the, the two things that Russia could do is, is devise another one out of Qatar, another conglomerate out of Qatar, and have other, uh, other insurance companies pick up the, the load. Right. And then they can insure it themselves, or they can sail without it. Right. Or more, more likely, what I assume was already taking place now is you either price it in something other than USD or you have China, which appears to be the one of the, uh, I guess, mediators between other countries. You funnel it through China and have it go through them. And so the U.S. as of now, and they're not sanctioned in China. So China can get ships and cargoes and everything everywhere else they want to go. So there's more than one way to skin a cat if they really want to get out there. But I don't buy the whole oil cap stuff. I think that's just noise by the West, just like the pre previous sanctions, which have proven to do absolutely nothing. So, yeah, I, I do agree. The media well, the is telling us a lot of things. Too. See again? But, I mean, we've been bombarded by it. The lockdown of noises. If, if, if you look at any Chinese newspaper, and everybody wants to talk out, the Chinese newspaper is censored, mm -hmm. and everybody, but so are the U.S. newspapers. Who right. do you believe? Right. I mean, that's when, that's why you can question everything, believe nothing. So that's a part of the, having these type of dialogues here where we can talk through things and try to make sense. Like, people call in and say it's the real deal. Some people say a PSYOP, such as yourself. So, I'm game for either way. I'll wait until the, the, the noise fully works its way through, because as I said before, it'll show up in the markets there. And if the, and if the CCP decide to shut down their stock markets in the next uh, couple of hours because of chaos, then I know that there's probably a little bit of turmoil in that area. But if not, things go on and, and, and they're in the green, especially I'm like, OK, well, you know, it's not impacting the markets. It don't, it don't really matter at the end of the day, I think. Isn't it amazing how all this news comes out when the Taiwan president lose her spot and has to give up her position on Saturday? And then uh, China uh, does QE uh, <laughs> over the weekend, over the holidays, in order to devalue their currency. Right. Hey. That does surprise you. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it is one of the things. That, so those topics there you mentioned, I haven't even got a chance to even touch on them yet. So once again, like I, oh, it doesn't surprise uh, me whatsoever. You got to look into that, man. Because the Chinese is, is is actually in a world of hurt. Oh, I'm about it. For one, thing, they can't can't do the dollar thing. Can't go against the dollar. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's another conversation we should have uh, you and me by ourselves yeah. uh, over a chat. Yeah. Uh, the other the other thing is that China is is hurting so bad that their economy is falling apart, mm -hmm. and the U.S. knows about it, and and they're going to allow this to happen. But Chinese is devaluing their currency, so it doesn't tank. Mm -hmm. And and we we um, we go along with the program, and and we let them do their thing. We do, you can accumulate gold, but you at, at some point you're going to need that dollar. Oh, no doubt. And this is why they they devalue their currencies because they need those dollars. If you're trying to get away from me, why would you devalue your currency? You let your currency fall. Right.
Hey, good points, man. As always, TV. Right, appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Yeah. So we will find out in the next couple of uh, hours as to whether or not this is just a blip on the screen or this escalates into something a lot worse. Uh, and that happen to be when the markets open up in a couple of hours, we will find out uh, the approach that uh, the CCP will take. And once again, I don't think Xi Jinping is stepping down, but <laughs> hi. Hello, Carla. You guys have any toilet paper? So. <laughs> I love the pranks. But anyway, uh, we'll be at 30 minutes, man. I just want to check in for a quick minute and uh, get as much uh, thoughts out there as I can. Hopefully you guys had a chance to interact a little bit. So as I mentioned before, I want to try to get to more live streams. So I got to schedule this better. And so I'm going to just try to stream these down about 30 minutes or so, give or take. So everybody can get a chance to uh, call and let their voice be heard. So with that being the case, people, uh, this is just going to be a quickie just to uh, share some thoughts and ideas and get you guys thinking about uh What's to come for this weekend? So what else we got with the F? We got uh, Jerome Powell speaking. So Mark is going to definitely respond to that this week. And uh, we head to the December. Uh, Black Friday, I'm sure, was a complete disaster. I, I, I didn't see nobody, no video footage of people fighting to get into stores because, you know, once again, people ain't got like that no more. And on top of that, we got uh, Cyber Monday, Monday tomorrow. So we'll find out who's just basically throwing funds away for nothing. All this junk at this current moment is not really necessary, but I'm sure people make that decision on their own. And uh, what else? Um, I don't know. So Barley Bird says, oh, bait. Yeah, we'll see, man. But I just want to put out there, give you guys something to think about. We'll connect tomorrow night and we'll talk further and we'll see what the markets will do uh, opening Monday. But anyway, my good people, uh, be blessed, be safe and have a great uh, remainder of the weekend. And let's get ready to hit it this week, man. Rise and grind for the king. It's going to be a good one. Stay safe. Stay prayed up. And uh, of course, always get your weight up. Peace.